Hello, welcome to another episode of You're Fine, the empty ramblings of a 20-something trying to find something ser- therapeutic, not therapeutic, therapeutic. I don't know what Sarah is feuticking. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. Like the couch? Oh, that's Serta. That's Serta. I was thinking like every single Sarah in the world, what she's feuticking. Oh, I was thinking of Jordan. Oh, oh yes. Well, we have the lovely voice here of my darling friend, Allie McBeckis. Hi, that's me. Yes, that's her. <laughs> um, and we are, of Aww. course, keeping things light here on the pod with <laughs> another topic today. Um, but we always try to find comedy in the pod and what's going on because, you know, it's always good to find the light in life and things. But before we get yeah. into the depths of this topic, I would love it if, Allie, you would introduce yourself to the audience and tell us something about yourself, anything you wanted to share with the world. Wow. So, yeah, my name's Allie, you know. I don't know. I'm not that cool. Like, fun <laughs> facts. Um, yeah, I'm missing an ovary. That's my fun fact. That's my fun fact. That's your fun fact? That's the funnest fact that I have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the reason we're having the pod. You're not wrong. Honestly. I don't know. Other than that, kind of mundane. Yeah. I mean, I think so. How many times have you dyed your hair this year? Oh, my God. <laughs> just this year? Yeah, just this it's year. It's still 2020. No, it's 2021. It's 2021. Oh. Um, I think, like, six. Okay. But, like, it was, like, I only very... did it twice <laughs> it was, this year. Oh. I guess, is that not normal? <laughs> I mean, during 2020, in the thick of the pandemic, I think I dyed my hair about I six times. I really wanted something that I could control. And I said, mm-hmm. let's bleach it. And then... Yeah, last night I said, you know what? No more blonde. We're going brunette. And you look really good. Oh my god, thank you, you so much. Hot. It, oh my god, thank you so much. Say it louder for the boys in the back. You look hot. Oh my god, wow. Oh my god, my phone blowing up now. <laughs> no, I was like, you know, in the midst of like chaos, like there's a lot of. Wait, can I swear? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. there's a lot of shit going on, like in like when everything shut down. Between, like, you know, losing jobs and, mm-hmm. you know, health crises. I was like, I need something that, like, I can control. So Your I dye my own hair. And now here we are. I mean, I think I dye, I dye my hair purple over quarantine. and But it was with, like, overtone. So, like, you had to, like, refresh it every now and again yeah. for the color to stay up. That was really the only bad thing about it. Um, but, so, like, I would count that, I guess, a few times. And then once I finally was back in a job where I couldn't have fun-colored hair, I had yeah. to die. So, Allie, you had a really great time over quarantine. <laughs> I Which, which <laughs> what part? <laughs> so, everyone, see, you know, quarantine was chock full of health crises. That was quite honestly the point of quarantine. <laughs> was because of a health crisis. You're not wrong. But within this giant health crisis... You had a very separate health crisis. Yeah. Um, which um, <laughs> you have said that you would have never found out about if you had if the pandemic had literally not happened. Wait, literally. So give us a quick little lovely rundown of the situation. Wow. So yeah, uh, duh, I went home and being in a quarantine because my parents were like, "The world's shutting down. We want you home with us." And so I said, "Yeah, lit. Okay, I'll come home." Uh, was, like, at home doing this, like, weird, you know, trying to be healthy. Like, well, I'm going to work out, you know. Um, weird pain in my side. Okay. My parents like, mm, it's not stopping. Let's take you to that hospital. And I said, yeah, say less. Let's go. Um, and then, <laughs> you know, one thing leads to another. I thought it was a kidney stone, and it turned out to be a tumor. And they said, sick. Let's take that out. Hi. I'm okay. Let me, pre- let me preface. I'm okay. Like, I'm okay. I don't want anyone like, I'm good. Um. But they were like, yeah, no, um, it's kind of like a massive tumor on your right ovary. So, like, let's probably, like, go take that out. We don't know what it is yet, and we won't know until we get in there. 
was indeed cancer. Stage one, one stage one A ovarian. Uh, we caught it as early as you could catch it, and we got that sucker clean out, cancer free for a year and a half now, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Woo! But yeah, no, definitely not what I expected. I was, you know, I thought the worst thing that was gonna happen was you know, losing my job from this lovely company that we work for. <laughs> and instead it said, you know what? Not only going to lose your job, you are going to lose your right over right now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know what blows? When I tell people that 2020 was one of the hardest years, at, well, not one of, was the hardest year of my life, I don't think they realize I'm not just, like, exaggerating. Like, it quite literally, like, mentally, physically, emotionally probably tried me more than anything else in my life till this point sure because i mean like oh my god i'm so sorry (laughs) (laughs) good god i'm a mess (laughs) uh no because like the thing is is that like everybody will sit around saying like 2020 was so difficult because we Mm -hmm. had to like uproot change whatever and everybody had difficult things like Mm -hmm. that they went through because of it but like i feel like yours is definitely on the higher end of yeah. like difficulties, I'm not I would gonna argue. say that it was great. Um, I played a lot of Animal Crossing during my recovery. Yeah, sure. So like that was really fun. Um, in a strange way, it brought my family really close together too. Yeah. Like everyone around. Sure. Because my like so back like I, I'm from Michigan. Didn't talk about that. I'm from Michigan, so that's where I was and where I live in Michigan. Like my entire like immediate family and then a couple of my uncles and aunts like live right around the area. So, like, when I came home from the hospital, not, like, the day, because I was in the hospital for four, four days, two before my surgery, and then I was only there for, like, a day after my surgery, because I guess my body just said, I'm the incredible, I was going to say the incredible Hulk, but I meant to, like, heal things, and he just kind of smashes. Um, <laughs> like, I healed really fast, so, like, they let me go earlier than they thought they were going to, mm-hmm. but, like, not the day I came home, the day after. My family, like, organized this little parade for me. We all made signs and, like, drove in front of my house. I did sob. I could, like, barely stand for more than 10 (laughs) minutes at this point because, um, fun fact, ah, I got a 12-inch scar on my body from, like, right above my belly button to the top of my pubic bone because the... I love that. Did I say the mask? We, together, our scars, we just need one more of somebody's scars to go across here and all together we can make a happy face on our torso. Oh, my God, wait. Who wants to be... We need to find somebody who has, like, a (laughs) C-section. For context, I had a breast reduction, so I am the eyes. So that's why we need somebody with a (laughs) C-section. Who do we know? Who do we know? Who's that? Who who has a baby? I'm not in a stable enough. I'm not in any kind of form of relationship. I can't have a baby. Unless that would defeat the purpose. I already have one of the scars. Yeah, right. Um... (laughs) Can you imagine? Hi, in order to be our friend, you must have, you must have, have a C-section. C-section. So or think, some other, t- or a tummy tuck. Or like or... something that can complete our scar trio. Yeah, exactly. Like in the main area. In order to be our friends, you have to have some traumatic scar on your body. <laughs> could be cosmetic. Could be because of other reasons. It could be because it's totally fine because we have word. We have one with cosmetics. We have one for cancer. You know, saving my life. Uh, <laughs> No big deal. Just it's like, totally fine. Saving my life. They did check my um, tissue when they oh, did good. the breast reduction to make sure it was healthy, and it is. That's so, that's, so you know, nice. What's that's that like? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Um, <laughs> anyway, um, my favorite fact about Allie and I is that <laughs> the very first, like, time that we met when I was training her at work. Oh, my um, God. Rest in peace. Like, we quite literally talked about our trauma within the first 30 minutes of each other knowing each other. She said, this is how you fold a crepe. Oh, by the way, here's my emotional magnet baggage. I said, sick, how do you use the cash register? By the way, I also have a lot of baggage. And we really said, oh, moment. my God, It was such less. a slow night at work. Oh Nobody my God, was what? there. We literally just sat in that crepe kiosk just, like, bonding. I said, hi, I'm emotionally scarred and physically scarred. And you're like, oh, my God, say less. Let's be friends. <laughs> yeah, literally, and here quite literally. Um, and then you never worked in that location again because okay, you hated it so much. Crepe, frick that crepe kiosk, okay? <laughs> it was this tiny-ass, hot-ass booth Correct. where we would make these crepes, okay? Well, we didn't even make them. No, we okay, didn't. Okay, we just we warmed just them. them. I we warmed and we filmed the filmed. and they were not good. They were not good in the slightest. And it was not our fault. And they said, but... "Here you go, friends." And I hated. You couldn't move more than six inches without hitting somebody in that booth. Yeah, so it's very important that you and like the person time, you're in there with, and it doesn't always but, happen that it way. It always happened to be. I never got. If I was scheduled in there with you more often, I probably like, been okay. Yeah. But I got been like thrown in there with people who either like didn't know what they were doing, and they expected first of all for me to train in there, and I was like, listen. I'm not in here enough. Okay, festival, back mm-hmm. in my hand. I can do that. But, like, anything else? No, thank you. No, 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 no. If, if you don't know what you're doing, if you both don't know what you're doing in that kiosk, it's going to burn yeah, down. Correct. Like, the one I, th- there was one day that it did almost burn down. I actually, like, looked at our manager dead <laughs> in the eye because, like, he was like, well, it sparked. Yeah, no, I was, I was pulled out to do something because, like, I was cleaning it and I was like, hey, why is the fire extinguisher sitting on the table? And he said, oh my god, yeah. Yeah, and he said, oh, they were probably just checking to make sure it wasn't expired. And I looked at it and I said, well, it's expired. And he said, it'll be fine. I said, okay. If the kiosk burns down today, it's your fault. And then I was pulled somewhere else to go do something else. And it almost caught fire and they had to go pull ice to throw it on the burner. I was like, like, this is your fault. No, it literally happened. Katie panicked. Oh my God, that's so. It was smoking. We could only sell ice cream for like hours. I knew that they got, oh my God, it was that bad. That's so funny. I I was promised a bonfire. If it catches on fire today, I was promised a bonfire to wear smart. I don't know why it sounded so weird to me to roast s'mores over that freaking thing. Oh, 100%. Thing. And it's yet to happen. Yeah. And I'm kind of offended. I heard it's still chilling, like, in the next country over. Oh, really? It's yeah. actually it's like, together still? Yeah. I thought for sure it'd fall down like a set. I don't know who I, I was talking to some coordinator and pretty man, first of all, pretty man. Um, and was like, yeah, no, like, it's just like vibing. And I was like, say less when we have a campfire. I would like to be there. Anyway. <laughs> The uh, topic, I, I do have some questions referring oh God, to your, your insanity of the whatever time period, right? <laughs> um, so you had cancer. I did. You did have I don't I know. Did. I don't know if I, that's been made clear or not. Oh my God. I had cancer? I had, I, I don't, I, I'm I so had, sorry to tell you this. What but like you do, you do have had, cancer. Oh, is that, <laughs> that's why my ovary's gone. Sick. So what was it like receiving that news? Honestly, so I... It's weird. So, at this time, Michigan was, like, I don't know if anyone followed, like, what other states were doing when it came to their COVID protocol, but Michigan, out of, like, all of us, was one of the most, like, cracked down states. Like, we were really hard on all of our, like, safety procedures. So, mm-hmm. um, I was in the hospital by myself. Like, my parents had... What because, was that like? <laughs> the Terrifying? Worst, it was the worst four days of my life. Like, sure. I didn't sleep for four days straight. Um, since I was over the age of 18, I couldn't have mm-hmm. a guardian with me at all. So it was, uh, my, I went to, so, wow. I went to one hospital Mm -hmm. 
when the pain started and they did their ultrasound to try to like figure out what it was and like okay like this mass is bigger than we thought it was going to be we are going to transport you or like you can take yourself because my, my parents ended up taking me right but like we want to take you to another hospital who's more equipped to help you and I was like oh so this is bigger than I think this is this is so great um my parents quite literally had to drive me to like the emergency like they like they called the hospital told them we were coming mm-hmm. my parents had to drive up they could walk me in to like the check-in spot and that was it for four days I was on I was on FaceTime for almost four days straight with them because not only was like I was on some pain meds because I was in the worst pain I've ever experienced in my life and like not to be but like it was the worst what did it feel like was it like a really intense cramp or yes okay between that and kind of like a stabbing okay um, I just figured because it was in that location. Yeah, that would be it, like the it it would feel. It probably felt like the most in, like the most intense cramp you can ever imagine. Mm-hmm. That's what it was, and it wouldn't stop, and it just like kept progressively getting worse. So I was hooked up to an IV the minute I got there, and I was put on pain meds. Um, I didn't sleep for four days. I didn't like they couldn't get me in for surgery until like a couple days after I was admitted. Did they just know it was a tumor at that point? They didn't know it was cancerous until no. they removed it? So, they kept coming to talk to me, and part of the reason I was on the phone with my parents all the time, A, because I was terrified, right. but I was like, I'm not in a state where I could relay any anything these people, like, that these doctors are telling me to my parents. Like, I couldn't, and they're going to they're gonna want to talk to the doctors anyway, so might as well, just, whatever. It was, sure. It was comfort for them and easy for me, and... Um, I, like, rolled in, and they're like, yeah, so it was, I think they said it was, like, 15 centimeters in, like, diameter. At first, they told me. Is that, that like, three inches? Well, I think so. I don't really know. Originally, they told me it was the size of a volleyball, and that's not true. Yeah. How do you think I, that's what they first told me. That's, like, a whole baby. Yeah. That's what they said. And so, that was before I heard any numbers or anything, and they're like, oh, no, it's, like, the size of a volleyball. And uh, that would be massive. So I was terrified. Yeah. I mean, I'm already. So. I mean, like, I'm already freaked out. Right. Like, I'm in a hospital. Everyone, like, there's no, like, the nurses come in to check on you, but like, there's no one, like, there's no one around. And then, oh, the real kicker. So before I had my surgery, before they moved me, mm-hmm. um, at that point they had to treat me until I was tested. They had to act as if I was COVID positive. So, and then they had to test me to make sure. Because they'd rather be safe than sorry. Yes. And so, until I had my, like, when they wouldn't have my surgery, I had to get COVID tested because whether or not I was positive affects the, like, safety procedures that they the doctors would have had to do while I was in surgery. Hmm. So, I was, I mean, I guess, I mean, okay, no, that's not, like, a a blessing in this was um, the whole time, even after I was tested and, like, I came back negative, thank God, um... (laughs) I like that that was one of my biggest con- <laughs> I'm literally in the hospital for four days. I'm like, Do what I if I have COVID? COVID? Um, of everything going on, I'm like, I could also be sick. I mean, uh, they I got my own room. Okay. I, like, I had a private room. They brought me in there. And they, until, like, okay, until proven otherwise, like, you know, you're, we're treating you as if you're COVID positive. So, like, everyone coming in had her those guys. Like, it was kind of creepy. The hospital was really quiet because, like, there was no one just, like, up and around like even patients that were like recovering like I wasn't allowed to get up and walk around like the sure. floor because they were like you know you Crack can't down. 
Yeah. Um, so I had to do that for a couple of days, had my surgery, and then I stayed in there for an extra night, and then they were like, yeah, we can come get you. So that was... Oh, original question. No, they like, didn't know. Yeah. They were like, um, so they, like, sat me how down. Did, how did they tell you, like, how'd you feel after they said that? Were you relieved, like, at, could, that they removed it, or, like... They, I didn't find out until I was discharged. Dang. Yeah, so they, they were like, okay, so this could be one of three, like, three different things, okay? It could either be absolutely nothing at all, kind of somewhere in the middle where, like, you know, they called it, they wanted to call, like, borderline or something like that. Or, like, hey, this is the big scary C. And I was like, sick. Awesome. (laughs) I don't know how to, I didn't process anything. Sure. Like, they were talking to me, and I can, like, you know, I remember them having these conversations. Yeah. But I just think I was so in shock that nothing that they were saying sunk in. And I was like, sick, yeah, great. I, and until you're, until you're told, hey, this was cancer, or, like, hey, you, you're not gonna believe it, you know what I mean? Like, they were like, this is a possibility, but, like you know, until you're told Mm -hmm. what it was. And so when I woke up from my surgery, uh, I was in my room, like, recovering, and they were like, so it looks like it was, like, we think it looked like it was bored, like, but well, before I went in, they gave me, like, we think it's, like, it's this middle ground one. We're not sure, but this is what we're leaning towards, which, you know, could mean a couple things. And I was like, sick, I don't really know what any of this means. (laughs) I, you're telling me words, and I know they make yeah. sense to you, and maybe if I was a little more lucid and a little more, like, not Oh, yeah, crying. between, like, pain meds and... Yeah. Just, like, the fact that you were in a hospital during How? COVID times where things were really wild. How anyone has done that by themselves... They are the strongest humans. Like yours was like you were very in and out. Like when there, I'm sure there are people who were in there for much longer, like dealing with other things. Mm -hmm. When they did the surgery and like they took the tumor, um, obviously we know now it was cancerous. Yeah. Um, But did they? Were they? Was the plan always to just go ahead and take the whole ovary? Yes. So they because of the size of it and how I guess my ovary was like really contorted. Mm-hmm. Like, it had wrapped several times, and they kind it's of like think... twisty, twisty around yep, it? and they kind of think that's what had ended up causing the my pain. pain. Um, and so, they were like, yep, so our plan right now is to do this. They're like, we want to evaluate once we get inside, and if for some reason it seems that things have spread, or it's like, we shouldn't have to take the other ovary, or like, do a whole hysterectomy, however... If it comes to it and we have to, like, we'll do it. And I was, like, sick. I'm 23. Yeah. I never thought that at the age of 20. I mean, at any point in my life, actually. But, like, at the age of 23, I never thought that I would be in a hospital bed having doctors, like, hey, you know, this is what's going on. Um, you know, like, here we are. Like, I woke up from my surgery. They told me what happened. They're, like, yeah, no, we, we only took the right one uh so you know someday down the line like if you want to have your own kids like you're still okay to have your own kids i didn't once think that at 23 i'd be thinking about that yeah absolutely not because like i was like do you even know if you want kids at all it's like i know there's some people who like my roommate anna is like dying to be a mother someday i think i think i would i truthfully like in my mind i'm like yeah i'm gonna be a mom but i hadn't like sat down to think about like until like that moment and i was like oh shit now i have to like 
think about this. Like, but... we're all born with, like, set amount of eggs. So yeah. now you have a reduced amount of eggs. Does that mean that you would have to, like, think about doing it sooner rather than later? So, according, <laughs> according to my doctor, mm-hmm. it has zero effect. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Yeah. Accord, like, they were like, you're still, like, everything's still gonna work. Like, they were like, yeah, your period's gonna be the exact same as I were before. And I was like, sick, so I'm still gonna die every month. <laughs> like, like, there's no... Well, it's not like it goes every other month now that I only what? have one uh, over. Oh, Could you God. imagine? Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, I oh, yeah, I thought this was my month off. Right? Like, oh, man, this is not, <laughs> not what I signed up for. Are you kidding me? Give me my ovary back. Just <laughs> kidding. I do not want that ovary back. No. <laughs> She's a little toxic. <laughs> She's a little bit like every other man in my life. <laughs> Is that just the reoccurring theme in my life? Just toxic. That's it started it. with your ovary. <laughs> <laughs> she turned you in from the inside she out. She really said, oh my god, they really said, you know what? <laughs> Not for you. <laughs> but. How do you think uh, having had cancer, granted you didn't know it like while well, you had it, and it mm-hmm. was very fast. You're very lucky to have caught it when you oh did. Oh my god. And I... like at the stage that it was. Mm-hmm. But like what do you feel like your perspective is? moving forward from that like what do you think that you have gained from that moving forward oh god i <laughs> a lot uh that sounds cheesy but like genuinely i think about i genuinely kind of look at life at a like i already was kind of like a you know treat like take every moment and kind of like really like be present in the moment kind of person mm-hmm. and you know, I'm super blessed that my, ex- like, my experience with ovarian cancer compared to so many others was so minimal. Like, I didn't have to go through the process of, like, any type of chemo or, like, mm-hmm. any radiation. Like, my, was it was so minimal compared to others. And I'm not saying that I wasn't traumatized because it was sure, a lot. Sure. <laughs> um, but, like, in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't as bad as it could have been. However, it was still kind of like a... Not like a wake up call, but like, kind of. Mm-hmm. That I'm like, okay, so this is scary. And for a couple of days, I didn't know what was going on with my life and what the future, what my future entailed. Um, and so I, I guess it kind of really just like solidified this, like, hey, you really don't know what tomorrow's gonna do. Mm-hmm. You really don't know. You know, like the day before all of this happened, I was literally on the lake with my family, just like vibing as we did like getting drunk on the sandbar like literally and then the next day I was in the hospital like it's so crazy how things can just like flip a switch Mm -hmm. and just like I don't know you've got you've really got you've got to really find those like as much of a shitty situation as you're in even it's just like an everyday thing like you have to find something right that's gonna make it better and help you like get through that and that's the only thing that got like not to be too dark, but, like, that's the only thing that got me through sure. all of that was, like... You can't sit in doom and gloom. I mean, like, God, I talked no. to you about this recently. Like, mm-hmm. if you sit in doom and gloom about things for too long, I feel like you forget who you are you or get you get lost. That. Yeah, exactly. And you bring down people around you without meaning to, and yeah. that's not good for anyone. I was really scared that people were going to treat me different and talk to me different about it because it was a big it was a big deal yeah um and I was scared that people were going to try to like baby me like treat you like something that'll break yeah and I was like if anything I mean yeah those like those couple of days I felt really really fragile 
But if anything, I feel a lot stronger coming out on the other side of this. Yeah. So, like, you don't have to beat around the bush around. Like, we don't have to play this game of, like, oh, are you okay? Like, if I'm not okay, like, I'll tell you. Like, clearly, I'll tell you if I'm not right, okay. Right, right, right. But, yeah. If a... <laughs> I don't know why oh, this God. is a question that just popped in my head. I'm ready. If a doctor, like, you went to a doctor's appointment, you got everything checked up, whatever, Hell told yeah. you now that you had cancer again. Oh, my God. What would you do? Well, okay, so. How'd you go about it? Since so you had can't you knocked out cancer and well, round, round one, again. ding, ding. I'd be like, wow, here we go again. No. Oh, my God. Mama Mia, too. Here we go again. <laughs> Good God. Um, Wow. You know, it was this. I tell people that this was the one time WebMD was right about me. Stop it! <laughs> I, you laugh. I was literally so the number of times I'm like, is this just a really bad cramp or do is my appendix bursting? Um, dead ass. I tried to take like a hot bath to uh-huh. like soothe my muscle because I thought that would help. Yeah. And while I was like curled up on my side in the bathtub, I was like, ah, uh, pain inside, pain in like. I don't know what's going like lower stomach side and it was like oh kidney stones your appendix burst cancer and I was like oh my god all of, it's all of this it's all of this no it's, it's like <laughs> I tell myself every time I'm like a worst case scenario yeah. human so it's like at this point is it a surprise you know you know I once had a UTI so bad that I thought my appendix had burst because I was also on my period at the same time, so I thought it was just a really bad cramp, and I was curled up on the floor with a heating blanket, and Anna was very concerned about me. Turns out it was just a really bad UTI. <laughs> at least you had both ovaries. Yeah. <laughs> I really thought I needed to have my index removed, so. Dude, that's literally, it was like, oh, kitten. I was like, Anna was like, go to the doctor. <laughs> and the only reason I didn't think it was my appendix, because I wasn't, like, throwing up or anything. And I was like. That's fair. And I, I was like, oh, it's just that. a kidney stone. It was a very large kidney stone on <laughs> my ovaries. Your whole ovary. It's my whole But, ovary. like, if a doctor told you you had cancer again, what would you do? How would you, th- how do you think you would process that? I don't think I would. You don't think you would? I genuinely don't think I would. You would just disassociate 100%. Yeah. That's what, it's what happened to me the first time, mm-hmm. and I think You wouldn't have, everything. like, any preparedness from the last time moving no. forward? No. I, and, I, and I genuinely, I say that because I quite literally was in and out of the hospital in four days mm-hmm. like they took so it all out fast. so like everything happened so quickly before i could process anything like i still feel like i'm processing a lot sure. and it's like a year and a half later i was gonna say it's like been, it's still pretty recent so the speed of which things happened like i'm thankful for so thankful oh, for yeah. like i didn't get it but i it doesn't feel real did, it, no and like Sometimes I'll like I go to dream. Yeah, and like I have like I saw I have doctor's appointments every three months right now to go back and see like my uh, gynecological oncologist. That's a mouthful. Gynecologist? No, it's like my and she's it's my oncologist. So it's like my gynecological oncologist. Okay, I was really confused. If that's not a real term, I don't want anyone to tell me otherwise because that's what I've been referring to Christine as for like the last year and a half love her she's the best she's the best doctor ever um but like i go and i see her like every three months and like even then like you know i get my like we like go over my blood levels because apparently my mm-hmm. tumor markers in my blood were off the charts when i went in uh. so like they're watching that like a hawk mm-hmm. but i'm still like this doesn't feel real mm-hmm. and like and i'm like i walk into the waiting room for the appointment so i like i get like the looks like what's she doing here and i'm like it's me i am the patient it is me. I Didn't don't know if I know. But, but, like, 
I really didn't, I, like, didn't, it wasn't the typical cancer experience. Right. Not that, like, there's a cookie cutter, like, because right. everyone did, but, like, it, it, when I tell people that I had cancer, it's always, people always just assume the worst. Right. Which, like, rightfully it's so. It's like, it's is a that scary a you have on? Yeah, but, like, literally. I feel and, like if I ever had cancer and I needed to, which is likely in my, not likely, but, like, chances are high with my family, like, background. Because I have to, super yeah. fun. I had no, that's a, nah, that's a lie. My grandma did die with cancer. But, like, all my tests came back, like, mm-hmm. don't, like, I don't have the gene. I feel like if I had to do chemotherapy and I would lose my hair, I would just shave. I would shave it. 100%. And I'm, I'm so looking par- for an excuse to. I'm, like, so partial to my hair, too, but, like, I would do it. I just, like, it's, it's one hairstyle blanket. that I haven't done yet. Oh, my God. I'll do it for you. I have to be in the right mental state. I just have to be really drunk. Or in chemotherapy. <laughs> we, could, we could just, like, we do, do it. Both. Let's do Let's both, just right? do it, you know? I'll join you. I'll go get cancer real quick. Oh, my God. Say less. I'll reduce my boobs. Perfect. Oh, my God. We can be twins. <laughs> is that how this works? <laughs> that's the is best. this, that's how is this a healthy friendship? Friends. Or is this... Oh my Trauma. God. my God. You're not wrong. My one, my best friend, uh, has been having some health issues of her own, mm-hmm. and so she has a scar. On, I don't know what side it's on, but it has like a little scar on like the side of her tummy. And so we joked, like, "Are you really best friends if you don't have matching tummy scars?" Like, I don't think so. Clearly not. Yeah, exactly. Clearly not. The best the best friends have have scars. Matching on their scars. Yeah, both exactly. Mental and physical. Like a like a major scar. Yeah, literally. It's a, it's like a, it's a subway sandwich. Like, just from the top of here to, like, the bottom. It's literally, like... I have a couple of donut holes. <laughs> I don't know what... It, I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't donut holes. <laughs> I need a minute. <laughs> it's the only thing I could think of that was circular. <laughs> connected with, with, like, a half donut connected by a string underneath. There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> This is all like that's what I keep on telling people are like, well, they they like resize your nipples. I said, what am I gonna walk around with baloney nipples? No, you, you didn't want that. <laughs> Wait, I think you you had an like Nick Jonas's nipples. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, just take two of Harry Styles's. He has a couple to spare, <laughs> an and then that gives me an excuse to meet him. Perfect. Oh my god, say less. <laughs> what a man. This is chaos. What's new? Have you met me? Um, I don't think I have any other questions that I can think of. Do you have anything else that you want to add about your lovely experience? Don't get cancer. Um, sorry. Sorry. I um, probably sound so insensitive. In a previous, no, no, no. In a previous episode where I was talking about dead fathers, I don't know if you've listened to that episode yet or not. Um, I went over, um, Jeff, my father, Jeff, he's uh-huh. dead. Um, his no rules of engagement of not getting cancer. Let's see if you agree with any of them. <laughs> don't use the public gem. Oh, T. <laughs> And don't play free cell on the toilet. <laughs> good God. You know, good advice. Because <laughs> you know he had colorectal cancer. Yeah. You get it from going to the gym and sitting too long on the toilet playing free cell. Oh my God, that's so wild. Yeah. I don't know if you've tried that or not. I can't if say you that avo- I... need to avoid those things. You know, I can't say, I mean, I can't say that that's what caused mine. <laughs> However, I also can't say that, how oh, I bit my tongue. I can't say that that's not what caused mine, you know? <laughs> We were playing a lot of freestyle on the toilet. I do, in fact, play a lot of um, 10-10 blocks. No, it's okay. not 10-10. It's, it's the game that's like Tetris, but it's not Tetris. Okay. 
But, like, you place the blocks. See, maybe that was your issue. Maybe I need a new game. Maybe you, maybe maybe you shouldn't play any games maybe on the toilet. Maybe I should play any games on the toilet. No TikTok, no nothing. No. Oh, man. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm screwed. That. I'm screwed. I'm, I that mean, colonoscopy I mean, in, at age 35. doesn't the same spot twice, right? Like, exactly, no. I, I mean, it's right? like, for, you're skipped a generation, which means it's going to skip me, right? That's how that works. That's how this works. That's how it right. works. Right. <laughs> Uh, as long as I can keep oh, good old I lefty. clearly have a doctorate. I do have my PhD. A PhD in horribleness. <laughs> that was a really good reference if you knew what I was talking about. I don't about. know what you're talking about. Have you never seen Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog? Oh, I haven't. I have, but, like, it's been, like, a really you long really time. You really me as a type who would know what I was talking about. It's been, like, probably ten years since I've watched it. Not me I know it's it on my YouTube. last year. I know it's on YouTube and I can watch it whenever I want. I'm yeah. assuming that it's still on YouTube. Probably. In three parts. As it should be. It's so good. It's so good. Oh my god, before you leave, I still have your don't let don't leave without <gasps> oh, it. Oh yeah, my Polaroid. Yeah, I do. Don't oh leave my, without it. Oh my Sorry. God. Was, this is like a Taylor just Swift remembered. moment we're having right here. It's like, oh my god. Didn't leave a note on the Polaroid picture. They don't know how much I missed you. I wish I could fly yeah. Anything else? Um Anything you want to add for the people? Oh my god. Uh, stay in school, kids. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> is there any social media or anything you want to plug? I, if you don't, that's cool. If you oh do, god, go for please it. Please follow. I'm at Allie McVicious on everything. I'm trying to be famous, so please follow me. <laughs> I'm not that interesting, but some of my captions, pretty funny. That's fair. That's fair. I'm I agree. pretty hilarious. I would agree with that. So follow me. It's literally my handle on everything. I like how it's just McVicious and it's just yeah. Like a well, short some people can't say McEvicus. You know, I had a sub when I was in the sixth grade. Call me McVicious because that's how they thought you pronounced my last mm-hmm. name. And I just kind of like stuck. But it's funny because if you meet me, I'm like a golden retriever. I'm I not thought that, that they had misspelled your name on a um like oh, no. attendance sheet thing for Straight work. Straight up, just couldn't read because, it because mm-hmm. um. Uh, I had already followed you on every piece of social media, <laughs> so I genuinely thought... And you said, who's this bitch? <laughs> they had misspelled your name. I was just like, can you imagine? Did they misspell her name? No, you just misspelled your own name <laughs> on every social media. They're like, yeah, make this shoot for the day goes, ah, this is close enough. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Right? I mean, that happened frequently where they would put everybody's names incorrectly. Like, oh, like, yeah. Yeah, okay. Close enough. Yeah. Allie, got it. That's me. <laughs> Have I ever told you my favorite name story? This has no, nothing to do with anything. Please tell me. Um, but it's good. It's a good story. Um, when I was in school, I was in like technology for educators class, which was a dumb class. Oh my god! Look at you, Miss Engineer. <laughs> you know. Um, and uh, <laughs> they passed around the attendance sheet for the day, so we just like have to sign our names next to it. And my friend gets the attendance sheet, and she's across the table from me, and she sees my name, and she just starts laughing. I'm like, what's what's so funny? And she silently turns the page to me and passes it to me, and the name is Gassity Tilden. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally changing the name <laughs> of my phone as we sit here. Gassity. Gassity? I said, and it, like, the thing is, like, the professor was from, like, south korea or something so english was not his first language so everybody's name had a misspelling in it everybody said it's That's just iconic. that mine was the most comical ghastly like that just like that oh my god tell me why grant's contact was what i pulled up before i typed yours name. <laughs> because you're thinking of the letter g oh my god you're 
My hair might not be blonde anymore. However, my brain still is. It's because you had cancer. It's because I had it's cancer. cancer brain. It's cancer brain. You know, just use that. Use that as your oh excuse. How many cancer people, brain. I'm so sorry. You're having a bad day at work. I think I can concern with that. <laughs> You're having a bad day at work. So sorry, cancer sorry, brain. Sorry, cancer brain. What? <laughs> How much time do you have? Want to unload some baggage? With me? I had cancer a while ago. Hi, it's still a, affecting my brain. I know we have a 45 second dispatch, like dispatch interval, but like, want to hear my life story? Right. Well, thank you so much, Allie, for being on the pod. Oh, my God. Thank you for having me. I hope that you enjoyed this time, and I hope that everyone who's listening also enjoyed this time. Um, I'm so glad that you sat down with me. Oh, my God. I love it. The floor is so comfy. Yeah, right? I, I think that this is a very comfortable space to be in. I am, I'm a floor sitter. Yeah, so me too. Like, you know, oh, my God. That's why you're friends. That scars. What more do you need? We need to find our C-section person. We need a C-section. So, if anyone out there... <laughs> If anyone out there has had a C-section and wants to be, our like, friend? our, like, our, the third okay. in this, oh, maybe that's not how I want to word that. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, you looking for a third? I'm looking for a third. Oh my god, we're looking for a unicorn. <laughs> Cut off. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good have a good night. Have a good day. Whatever time of day it is that you're listening to this. Goodbye everyone. Good